Break it down. Down like this. Yo, 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 welcome ladies and gentlemen to another episode of Tempo Fit Workout of the Week. My name is Hayden Sherman and for the next 15 minutes I'm going to be your coach as we break down this week's running workout. I'll give you the what, the why, the how, so you can get out there and crush this running workout wherever you are in the world, whenever you like. That's the, that's the philosophy of this, this podcast. We try to give you the tools to adapt the session to your needs, to your training, uh, to your goals, to what your body's up to right at the moment. And this week, we enter into week number two of the series where we're combining bodyweight exercises, so calisthenics, with interval style running. So we're running at 5k pace, but before we do each interval, we're going to do some exercises. So this week we've got five sets of the following. And for those who did last week, you'll notice a few similarities with it. So five sets of the following. Start off with 20 squats, 20 bodyweight squats, then 10 press-ups, and then five burpees. So 20 squats, 10 press-ups, 5 burpees, and then straight into a 3-minute run at your 5k race pace. So 3 minutes at your 5k race pace. Then you'll have a couple of minutes uh, active jog recovery, 2 minutes active or jogging recovery, and then back in for set number 2. 20 burpees, 10 press, uh, 20, pre- uh, 20 squats, 10 press-ups, 5 burpees, 3 minutes at your 5k race pace. Yes, it's very similar to last week. And the difference is we've gone from two minutes at 5K race pace to three minutes at 5K race pace, just adding a bit more run volume in there. And we're shortening the recoveries. Last week I said two to three minutes recovery. This week it's just two minutes. So we're dialing up their intensity all because next week we're doing the challenge. It's a workout challenge of seeing how fast you can do five sets of 20 press-ups, 10 Oh, sorry, 20 squats, let me get this right, 20 squats, 10 press-ups, 5 burpees, run a kilometre, non-stop 5 sets of that. So that's what we're building up to, that's why we're doing interval style training this week, so next week we can go non-stop and make it a bit of a challenge. That is the workout for the week. So the show is not over yet because we have to digest into why we're doing this workout. And then I'll give you a few tips on how to do it. And of course, we usually have a thought for the week where we um, take on some sort of running advice, maybe look into the world of running and, and see how we can become better humans through through running. So why would we do this workout this week? Well, first of all, there's this motto of consistency. So last week we did the, the two-minute efforts at 5k race pace this time we're just adding a minute and it really emphasizes the need this training philosophy that each week should actually look quite similar to the the week before um really unless you're doing a taper sort of recovery week every week should look kind of roughly the same if you're on a seven day cycle and so that means that your body knows what's coming. You're not throwing any big surprises at it. And look, it comes down to this philosophy that there's no such thing in running as 
one great workout, one great run. It's it's about a great year of running. It's about a great few months of running. It's that accumulative effect of combining, you know, good solid sessions, good good weeks, good good days, okay days, combining them all together and building this aerobic engine, building this body that knows how to run, that's, uh, that's strong enough to handle the, um, the repetitiveness of it and is able to accelerate and move really well. So it's all about the long-term picture. One single workout doesn't matter too much and that's why we're just doing this minor tweak from last week to this week to just just introduce something slightly different before we go quite different next week with the um, non-stop uh, efforts. The other point that I mentioned last week, we have these calisthenic exercises in there to add more intensity without needing to add more running. So it's a good way of, of doing an intense session without actually needing to really go to the well in terms of using utilizing your running muscles. So I like it when you're not in a specific running phase and you just want to build general fitness, general ability to handle intensity. This is a great way to add that. And of course, we get those benefits of getting stronger with these these full body um, exercises. And the other thing when you run after you've done some, some strengthening exercises is you're your body really learns to flush out the fatigue on the run. You know, there's there's scientific ways that I could exp explain it, but my best way of describing it, the way that I find makes the most sense in your body is just picturing a, you know, a fire hose down a, a, a drain pipe, just clearing out all, all that gunk, all that uh, accumulated, you know, acidosis and, and lactate buildup and just giving it a good flushing out as you're running. And that's a real, useful tool particularly in the longer distance runs but look also in like an 800 it's really important that you're able to to flush and deal with that fatigue in that last lap because it, I can tell you now if you've never run an 800 you should definitely do it because you'll know exactly what I mean by needing to flush the fatigue in that last lap so that's a few tips on on why we're doing this workout all right how to tackle this workout so I mentioned last week that technique is important when it comes to these exercises and, and part of the reason of, of getting these, these rests between the sets is to allow you to focus on technique and not, not to feel like you need to rush the squats, the burpees and the press ups. So I want to give you a few more pointers around how to just nail that good technique and hopefully, hopefully you've had a chance to uh, jump on YouTube and find some good uh, tutorials around squatting or uh, burpees and press ups but I'll give you a few tips on each of them to to save you the time to jump on YouTube, particularly if you're out in your warm-up jog already. So squats, really the first moment of, of movement should be your hips going backwards. A lot of people make the mistake of sinking the knees down first, but if you really think about the hips going back first, then it gets you in a better position where your knees aren't projecting out beyond your toes and you're able to keep your weight evenly distributed across your feet rather than, you know, rocking up onto your toes, which a lot of beginners will do when you tell them to squat. So maintaining that firm 
platform on the ground, having that weight through your heels, hips go back first. And then the other thing where people will tend to go wrong is that knee alignment. So when you get nice and low, thighs getting parallel to the ground, the knees can sort of just cave in a little bit, get a bit too close to each other. You want them tracking the same line as your feet, just staying nice and straight in line with your toes. So that's a real key one. And what I should have mentioned at the top as well, usually you want your feet just wider than shoulder width apart. You can go wider, of course, and that becomes a sumo squat where you're, you're super wide, but usually just wider than your, your shoulders and toes slightly towing, towing out. That'll mean your knees are tracking in line with your toes when you're dropping down and everything should be in... in I don't know if there's optimal optimal um, alignment, but there's certainly um, better alignment than uh, than other alignments. You know, when when the knees are caving and you're putting too much stress on on those inside muscles and tendons. So keeping things aligned will help keep those knees nice and safe. Press ups. Usually the, the position that I like to hold with my hands, uh, and you can, look, there's so many ways of, of doing press-ups. I, I did a workout with my brother who's a, who's a crazy, he does these crazy workouts where you do uh, 10 different exercises and the first exercise you do 100 of them, the second exercise you do 90 of them, the third exercise you do 80. So 90 uh, was press-ups, but every 10 he did a different style press-up. So there's like diamond press-ups where you're holding a, a sort of diamond with your, your fingers right underneath your chest. Then there's wide ones, then there's clap press-ups, then there's a real, a real triceps heavy one where you've got your elbows tucked in at your sides. So there's many ways of, of tackling a press-up. The standard would probably be elbows kind of 45 degrees out from your your torso so that would probably be standard it's using predominantly your pectorials your chest um that would be standard but look you can mix it up keep your elbows in keep them further out um yeah how deep do you need to go i like to touch my chest to the to the ground or my tummy but some people might not have the strength to do that you might just want to go to where your elbows are at 90 degrees and that's totally fine and obviously everyone's chest is, is different i have quite a broad chest so i tend to hit the ground uh, reasonably easily but if you're very flat chested you know it might be a, the other way around so um you judge that by feel if if in doubt go to 90 degrees at your elbow um, the other thing that I would say is really try and keep a, a nice rigid torso. So you're keeping a true plank all the way through and you're not letting your, your backside stay up really high or sinking it down low. You're really keeping a rod right through your spine, through your hips, keeping that rigid torso. That's press-ups. Burpees is kind of a mix between squats and, and, and press-ups. So obviously there's the press-up um, at the bottom and then you're jumping your legs in and then up into a jump squat where I like to put my hands behind my head, make sure you get fully off the ground for the burpees. So really full body exercise. There's a few different ways of tackling a burpee where you sort of peel yourself off the ground. For me, I just like to do a press-up jump the legs in and then jump up like you're doing a jump, uh, a squat jump. There are some tips on how to nail your calisthenics in this workout. Alright, quick thought for the week this week as we head out into this cool mixed workout of calisthenics and 5k pace intervals. Now, 
I, I'm an iPhone user. I, I imagine some of you, most of you are uh, Apple users, potentially Android, Android users. But did you know on your phone, on every iPhone, is a app called the, called the Health app, if you've got the, the latest iOS version. You've got the Health app on your phone. Now, this is a little device that you can use for your running and for your general health that has actually a, a really profound amount of, um, of training power in it, if, if you learn to use it and track it over time. So I want, I want to talk a little bit about how I use the Health app on a regular basis. And for our Android listeners out there, I, I know that Samsung has a Health app that I'm pretty sure will do most of the stats that we do. And that look, there's a whole bunch of other apps out there. If you've got an Apple Watch, if you use a uh, Fitbit, um, Nike uh, uh, Fitness Watch, all of these stats will be recorded as well. But the key is that you need to have your device on you most of the time to, to benefit from this. And usually I'll run with my phone. Even when I'm running in a group, I'll take my phone with me so I can take some photos of the crew and um, put a light on if we're running early in the morning. So... The health app, the, the number one thing that I use it for is tracking my steps throughout the day. Now, if I'm not doing a running day, this is a good chance for me to make sure that I'm getting enough walking in because for me, I'm 40 and it's getting to the point where I need to make sure that I'm getting enough active recovery, that I'm not just running and sitting down. Now, I work a uh, part-time job as in marketing, and then the rest of the time I'm doing coaching, which is actually mostly sitting down with some active stuff. So if I have a full sitting down day and I'm not running that day, I need to make sure that I am actually walking a bit in order to promote that gentle active recovery. And it's it's super important for things like Achilles and calf, those lower limb issues that need blood flow they need movement to get the blood to where it needs to be to, in order for the healing to take place so I have a little goal of making sure that I get 10,000 steps in each day now everyone's different I talked to a friend of mine uh, recently and I was, I was like he's not a runner and I said you know you can use your, your health app to keep track of of your your movement each day he doesn't really work out or do any sort of intentional exercise and so he brought up his health app never looked at it before and he's like oh 400 steps that day and 300 the day before and it was like this big revelation oh I don't actually walk very much and so I gave him a challenge uh, for the next week why don't you try and aim for 2,000 and step it up maybe 1,000 every every week 2,000 steps per day up to 3,000 steps per day so everyone's going to be different but for me I find about 10,000 steps outside of my running each day is a good gauge on that I'm staying active and I'm staying moving. Now, of course, you have to have your phone on you, but like today, I went for a surf down to the beach and I jogged down there without my phone, of course, because I was going in the water, but I know that it's two and a half thousand steps for me to get to the beach and come back. So I can just, you can hit that edit button and plug it in so you can keep a pretty accurate track on how many steps you're taking. Now, so I use it to make sure that I'm keeping active on those rest days, but also when I've got a heavy day, let's say I've got a long run, I can also keep track on how much 
walking and other stress that I'm putting on my legs throughout the day. And if I get to the point where, whoa, I'm up to 25, 30,000 steps for the day and I've done a, you know, a 15K run, maybe I'll leave mowing the lawns till the next day or maybe I do actually need to take the bike to the store to pick up the milk. You know, so there's ways of really just tweaking your lifestyle and tweaking how you um, do your transport choices in order to either bump up the active recovery through your walking or just bring it down a tad because you need a little bit more recovery. So there you go. Make the most of your health app. It's sitting right there on your phone for our Apple listeners. And for those on Android, there's a whole bunch of options out there. Use that step count as a, as a little gauge into uh, how active you've been. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is another show. It was episode number 114. Would you like to support the show? Here's a little question. Um, this podcast is obviously free. We've got the weekly run zine that goes out every Monday detailing the workout as well. So you can get that in your inbox. We want to keep it free. We don't really want to do advertising. It's a real big hassle arranging for advertising. So if you guys want to support this and just flick uh, me a couple of bucks every month for, uh, for doing the show, I would super appreciate that. And the other thing that it does, it frees me up to be able to do the work that I'm doing in schools through Run Revolution. Um, we've just, we're, what, five months into it now, uh, into uh, 11 and 12-year-olds doing a really inspiring, empowering running program for, for all kids in schools. And it's it's pretty cool. So far, the the smiles on kids' faces and their enjoyment of running and moving has just been uh, more than I could have expected. So I want to be able to dedicate a lot of energy to that and not have to worry too much about, um, you know, chasing down advertisers and all that sort of stuff. I would love just um, a little bit of a hand to, to keep this, this thing going. So if you're able to flick me a couple of bucks, there's a Patreon membership um, that is on tempofit.org slash wow stands for workout of the week and you'll be able to click that patreon button and just go through and, and flick us a couple of bucks and we'll we'll give you a little uh present as well of the the full audio coach suite um that you can download okay that's the end of the show we will catch you next week get up there crush this workout it is five sets of 20 squats 10 press outs five burpees three minutes at your 5k pace two minutes active recovery or jog between each of those sets have fun crushing it because next week is the big one where we're going to see how fast we can do that whole thing all together with 1k at your 5k pace it'll be a fun little challenge catch you next week ciao